There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male or female. For you are one in Christ Jesus. Hello, friends. Welcome to yours, mine, and ours. Stories of faith and life. Stories are like windows to people's deepest self and inner life. Through our stories, we share who we are and what God has done and is doing in our lives. Thanks to our guest, we will have a fantastic opportunity of listening to funny, engaging, and profound stories of regular people, like you and me, in their journey with Jesus. Don't miss it out, and join us! Hello, hello, Springfield Heights family and friends! This is another episode of Yours, Mine, and Ours, Stories of Faith and Life. And I hope you have enjoyed all the conversation we have had so far with many of our guests. Today, we have the privilege to have our transitional interim pastor, Ben Pauls, and we are going to talk about faith and life, church, and his many stories about family and other things he may share with us. Man is a man of many gifts and has a lot of experience in church settings. He is gifted in languages, so you can talk to him in Spanish, in English, and German. Low German, and I assume high German too, maybe. So, Ben, uh, it's my pleasure to have you here. Thank you for accepting that invitation. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's so good to have you here, Ben. And we want to get to know you better. We want to get to know some of your stories, some of your experiences here in Canada and in other places you have been. But first of all, uh, I would like to ask, who is Ben Pauls? Wow, that's a, that's a big question, <laughs> uh, and then we could be here for an hour or two. Ben Pauls is um, a farmer, okay, <laughs> uh, or maybe a wannabe. Grew up in the farm uh, and experience that I value have always valued in terms of the learning and, and uh -huh. family experience was was very good. Uh, as I as I look back. Um, But uh, in terms of uh, gifts, very early, I realized that music was of interest. Yeah. I enjoyed singing. Yeah, there's a number of stories I could tell there. But, well, I, I, I went to CNBC not thinking that it would be a career, but, but simply that was an avenue of interest and that I would want to pursue that study yeah. because I enjoyed it. Good. And as as it turned out, as and I would say, as God led, then it went to a, a teaching career. Beautiful. Uh, uh, starting in MCI uh -huh. in Gretna for three years. And then so I continued further studies and uh, taught at Elam Bible Institute in Altona and, wow. uh, for five years. And then on to uh, some years in, in, in Paraguay. We may talk uh -huh. about that later. Growing up in the church, church has always been a part of my life. Uh -huh. uh, it was, we were, as a family, deeply rooted in, in, in the church. Uh -huh. uh, my father was a deacon. And uh, so that has always played a very important role. Uh, and so that's been my life in working in, in either private schools, church-related schools. Right. And then later in in church uh, church ministry, I met uh, met my wife. She's enjoys music, sings, uh -huh. sings well, um, and our children. And uh, 
I enjoy golf. I, <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm fairly good at ping pong. If anyone wants to wants a challenge, I uh, should try your <laughs> skills. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's. Uh, anyhow, I could keep going. Let's maybe leave it there for now. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. We appreciate you, and we are so happy to have you uh, among us. You were talking about a little bit about your family. You no, know? your dad was a deacon, and, and your family deeply rooted in church, and also having this passion and love for music. So, speaking about family, what can you tell us about your family story? Maybe about your parents or grandparents. Did they, any of them migrated from other country to Canada or other places and then came to Canada? What can you tell us about it? So, my parents were both born in, in Russia, okay. which, which is now the, the, the Ukraine. They, right. they came as teenagers Uh, in the in 1926, uh, mm -hmm. my mother actually in early 1927. Okay, but uh, they grew up in the same village. And uh, interesting. So, so they, so they did, did they knew know yeah, each other they, over there? They they knew each other. Fascinating. Well. Uh, Beautiful. I mean, not at that time. Apparently, not interested okay. at all. <laughs> that uh, that developed later on, but okay. lived across the street. Sure, uh, grew up across the street, and so wow. So they they shared that history, mm -hmm. uh, the 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 village uh, history, and so, yeah. and they were uh, able to talk a fair bit about uh, about their their memories, uh -huh. and as as mid teenagers, fifteen, fourteen, fifteen years old when they came. Uh, they had a lot of memories, and so uh, right. Uh, so we were, uh, we we learned a fair bit about about their family history, the stories, uh -huh. uh, village dynamics, and, and that, right. that that kind of thing. So, and so when they came, they both came to Manitoba uh -huh. and um, settled in the Morden area. Yeah, my, okay. my mother in in Winkler. Yeah, when they when they got married, uh, I am the seven, the sixth child of seven. Okay, uh, so the second youngest, and so uh, I have enjoyed a family with numerous siblings. Right, and so right. And we never fought. Uh, no, uh, hardly <laughs> ever. Hardly <laughs> ever fought. Uh, but we have a lot of a lot of uh, good memories of, of yeah. working hard, absolutely sure, on absolutely. the farm, south mm -hmm. of Morden, and and that that was just life. It, yeah. Not all the jobs I didn't always enjoy scrubbing cucumbers when right. needed to be canned, but I enjoyed the field work, harvest, seeding, all of that, um, making hay. We had cows and all of that. So oh, okay, that yeah, was 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 good. I assume that you all, you and your siblings, were born in, in here in Canada, yes. right? Some were born uh, for a short while. My parents lived on the east side of the Red River in the Grunthal area between really? Grunthal and Steinbeck. Yeah, yeah. We reviewed a little bit of that history uh, just about a year ago or so, um, which I was not a part of. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was very much a pioneering kind of mentality. Uh, not very wealthy, right? Um, but always had sufficient food and uh, uh -huh. yeah amazing thank you for sharing those things mm -hmm. you were saying that you um your family upbringing uh, was around the Morden area uh southern manitoba what else can you tell us about the place i'm curious because you know what i you know i, I come from chile I'm a city guy. I came. I was raised and born and raised in Santiago, capital city. A lot of people, like overcrowded city, a lot of noise. Uh, so I'm always curious about knowing a little bit more 
uh, about the rural communities? Number of things one could talk about. Uh, for example, family life. Yeah. Growing up on a, on a, on a smaller farm, we had uh, my dad owned uh, mom and dad owned half a section of of land. Okay. Which at the time was um, medium. Mm -hmm. um, so a few smaller farmers in the area, but but right. others were had a little more land. It was not a village set, uh, setting, so uh, it, the the family unit was very important. Yes, um, uh, in a village you would have you would have neighbors close by, or uh -huh. in an urban setting, you know, lots of right. so quiet uh, setting. Uh -huh. um, you um, didn't go to town very often uh -huh. because, uh, yeah. It cost too much. <laughs> I mean, you certainly went when 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 you needed to. But uh -huh. uh, uh, a small rural country school, yeah, uh, was uh, significant in 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 my life. First eight grades, um, all in one room, yeah, uh, one teacher, wow. and uh, and so the dynamic of of the older students influencing and sometimes helping the younger uh, younger uh -huh. grades the teacher would say um, you know elizabeth can you help grade grade twos read or something right. like that yeah so th and 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 the neighborhood was uh, primarily german speaking mennonite oh, okay. um, you know there were friesens and hildebrands and Henses <laughs> and dicks and that, yep. that kind of so it was although morden was a community that was approximate uh, was maybe half of the community would have been Uh, Mennonite, okay. and the others were Anglican and Catholic and uh -huh. Lutheran and and um, whatever else. But uh, um, as opposed to some other communities in southern Manitoba, which were pre predominantly Mennonite. Oh, so, I see. So um, we had the Tichkovskis and the Dresslers and right. wherever they came from. That that wasn't of a whole lot of interest for me at the time. But now I would be interested. Where did where did you come from? Where uh -huh. did you where do you sure? But uh, that that history becomes more important as we get older. Farming. I enjoyed farming. Um, had it not been for the interest in music, I may have considered uh, continuing to to farm. Interesting. Uh, I didn't What do you like about it? I didn't enjoy the cattle as okay. much, you know, milking cows yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we could go on on that. But I enjoyed the uh, the field work. Okay. Uh, seeding, harvesting, uh -huh. uh, making hay, maybe not as much, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, feeding hogs uh -huh. and and then the learning that comes with that, you know, right. about right weeds and and. Uh, Yeah, that didn't fertilize a whole lot, but uh -huh. but some, and the the mechanical and the tractors, the right. repairing machinery that uh -huh. uh, we had some ro uh, rocks on our fields, which we had to deal with occasionally, uh, including a little bit of dynamite sometimes. That oh was, wow, that was so exciting! How I imagine that <laughs> <laughs> playing with fire yeah, and yeah, explosives, really. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. That's a, you know I, I I'm enjoying those kind of details you know because usually at church we don't get uh, so close as yeah. fast as we we wish you know yep. uh, and, and here we are two persons getting together and having this amazing conversation about your mm -hmm. your background so thank you for sharing those things Ben um, what can you tell us about your your extended family what are some of the things that you really liked. Uh, about your family or what are some of the things that you say you know what I, I carry these kind of um, good values or good memories up to and up today because because of my family maybe starting with extended family so a num most of my f 
parents' siblings, yeah. uh-huh. like my aunts and uncles, right. lived within a half-hour drive or, or even oh, wow. 20 minutes. And, wow. and so visiting cousins and uncles and aunts uh-huh. was, was, was always exciting. Absolutely. Um, there were some that I preferred over others, or, or some cousins <laughs> were more my age, and yes. so I liked to go to their house. Yeah. But but that dynamic, I, I have some very good memories of, of just going. It was always exciting, partly because on the farm, you were just one family. Your socializing right. was, was only with your own siblings. Right. And it was exciting to go somewhere else and uh-huh. to go to to another family where you felt comfortable, you knew them well. Right. And uh, so going to a cousin's house was, was, was always exciting. In terms of the, the immediate family, um, I've had, certainly in, in, in more recent years, I've had uh, very high respect for uh-huh. my parents the way they they interacted with us, they right. were not always pleased um, with us. Uh, we could <laughs> tell some stories about that too, uh, with with what we did or how we interacted and, right. and th- that kind of thing. But uh, I've I've often contemplated what was what was the dynamic for me to grow up as the second youngest uh-huh. to have five older siblings, right? Uh, so my oldest brother is 14 years older than I am. Okay. And so he was well on the way out of the house, so uh-huh. to speak, uh, and and doing different things in the world. And so and uh, so my oldest three siblings uh, have, have played, I would say, a fairly influential role in my life in uh-huh. terms of I admired what they did. I, right. I... Uh, I don't know if proud is the word, but I appreciated my oldest brother, for example, uh, went to India and, and spent, uh, what, 17 or more years there as a, as a well, missionary. Uh-huh. He was more of an engineer kind of person who maintained a mission facility, like okay. ho- hospitals or vehicles or, oh, wow. or, or that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And so I was always, uh, yeah, I would say proud of that. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. my oldest brother. Yeah. Uh, or another brother was was uh, very involved in in church, especially in youth leadership uh-huh. uh, at at the time in Manitoba. And then later, he lit the, he and his wife lived in Kansas and was uh, in youth work uh, from the from the uh, general conference office in oh, Kansas. Wow. Uh, so yeah, that's my brother. Uh-huh. Now, sort of that yep. that appreciation for. Yeah. And and that that I'm sure has has influenced my life, uh, and then other, uh, especially with a brother that's just older than I, we worked a lot uh, together a lot. Uh, okay. He had he had the gifts in mechanical stuff in in, in repair. Oh wow, that's so, awesome! Huh? So I when I worked Always in the handy. field and broke the machinery, I'd, yep. I'd bring it to him and. Yep. Uh, um, but did a lot uh, sports, you uh-huh. know, making an ice rink on the farm. Right. And uh, working at that together, and then playing hours on skating and playing uh-huh. hockey with, yeah. I have a younger sister. Uh, we're we're quite close. Uh-huh. Uh, have have always been okay. uh, of always high appreciation. This uh, little boy, Ben Pauls, grew up, and at some point he went to seminary, university, college, and then continued studying and, and, and working here and there. Um, but at some point of your life, um, 
you had the chance to to live or to move to another country for nine years. Yes. You already mentioned that you moved to Paraguay. So what did you go, why did you go there? I had not uh, even dreamt of that kind of thing. Uh -huh. <clears throat> During my teaching years at Elam, uh, at the Bible school in Altona, I received a full phone right. call we, uh, from the mission office, our mission office, COM at the time, uh -huh. the Commission on Overseas Missions, in Newton, and asked if I would consider... Uh, moving to Paraguay and teaching music in, right. in what's called a SEMTA, the uh, Mennonite Theological Training Center. Yes, yes. Um, in Asuncion, right? In, in Asuncion. In the capital city of yeah. Paraguay. Yeah. That became, was first of all quite a, quite a, a struggle. What, like, like what, what is this? You yeah. Know, what, what, what's this all about? And where is this coming from? And I, I mean, I had been teaching music, true, Um, but they needed a, a, a music teacher for that uh, for that school, and uh, and so then Pat and I, my wife, we um, considered that seriously, and uh -huh. and somehow part of what we were saying was no, this this isn't the right time. We had right. been married not even three years yet. Okay. Uh, Pat had just uh, is comes from the U.S. Uh, and had moved to Canada, had been here, you know, two and a half years, yeah. and was trying hard to settle, grow some roots. Absolutely, yeah, in, yeah. in Altona, uh -huh. in, in in Canada, uh, because she didn't know anyone here yeah. except except yeah. for me, uh, and and so after a year, two or more years, she was finally beginning to feel like oh, this was becoming home. I see. Plus that we had just built a, a brand new home in wow. in Altona, and and so part of us was saying, no, this this isn't the right time. This is <laughs> uh, uh, plus that. I mean, I had my oldest brother had been in India, so yeah. going to yeah. another country wasn't a, <laughs> wasn't a foreign thing, so yeah. to speak, <laughs> for us as a family. But but that was for him, not for yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> and and so that. That became a struggle, and, uh, right. and 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 then be you know what's this thing about leaving family here? Uh, we were a close family, and um, you know some of those kinds of considerations, yeah. and we wanted to have uh, our own children and children growing up far from grandparents. Yeah, and, it's always an you issue. You know, always. Yes. Uh, yeah. But the somehow that invitation didn't leave us alone. Okay, um, and. Um, I remember thinking at one point, and 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 we tested this with with church members as well, or mm -hmm. uh, or, or or friends. Uh, you know, what do we do with this? Yes. And even from church, there, there were some that said, "Whoa, this would be exciting." Yeah. And others were saying, including our pastor, said, uh -huh. "No, we don't want you to go. We want <laughs> we want you to stay in our yes. in our church because yeah, 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 yeah. we were quite uh, quite involved." And I remember the the question at one point became, mm -hmm. "Who is calling here? Yeah, okay. is this some person from a missions office right. in Newton, Kansas? Right, or is this God calling? You know." Yeah. So it became that kind of a question, and. And uh, yeah, there are some other factors involved in making that decision, but um, but so we finally said, okay, let's okay. let's let's go, uh, and that meant six months in in Costa Rica for a language study, yeah, Spanish, yeah, and uh, and then moving to 
to Paraguay, um, wow. where there's a larger German-speaking Mennonite contingent, and and the school where we worked was sponsored by German-speaking right. Men, uh, Mennonite churches. And, and so we had just immersed ourselves. So in, in what language you, you talked? In, in Spanish, well, German, first, or combination? F- first, yeah, first in uh, the classes, first year were in German. Okay. But then later we had uh, Latin Spanish-speaking students that, oh, that yeah. were taking, uh, wanted to take the music courses. Right. And so then, then I had to teach them in Spanish. Uh, do, do you have any funny story with your students <laughs> <laughs> that you may remember now? <laughs> language, language related? <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, there, 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 there's one that I won't share here. But, uh, <laughs> no but, one is listening. Yeah, Just me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what I do still appreciate uh-huh. is is the uh, the grace of the students uh-huh. uh, they were very gracious with my limited language so i grew up with german right uh, low and, german right? Uh, low german oh. on the farm uh-huh. and in church was was german um, mostly german till i was about 11 oh, okay and then uh, later in my high school years, then then the worship service slowly started the transition from from German to, to English to to English. Okay. So my my listening ear was was fine with understanding mm-hmm. the the German the right. uh, the high German, but my tongue wasn't in gear. Yes. So be, living in Paraguay, then uh, I was in essence learning. Working on two languages. Uh, oh wow, low, that's uh, a challenge. Low German interaction was fine, uh-huh. um, but um, but interacting with with the German speaking Mennonites uh, uh-huh. and and then also uh, the Spanish. Uh, it was really quite a shock when we <laughs> we coming from Costa Rica, where we were totally immersed in Spanish and right. working so hard and learning this. This language, I mean, you know what it's yeah. like to yeah, learn, learn yeah, yeah. A, a language as an adult. And then we get to the airport in uh, <laughs> in, in Asuncion, yeah. and the, pers- the, the person who comes to welcome us speaks to us in low German, you know. So really? that, that was such a, such a shock, on? such a shock. <laughs> Here we thought we came to Paraguay and we'd what have to... What a welcoming. Uh, and it was just, sort of, you know, uh, an abrupt wow. shift to... Yeah. Uh, but that's the way it was, and so good. So the language challenges were were were, were huge, right? Especially the first years, right? Uh, you know, how do you say properly? Um, you know, conversations one on one, you yeah. can communicate with hands yeah. and feet, and in you know, smiles and gestures yeah. and yeah. whatever. But but and, uh, and not only the language, but dealing with another culture, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, that that presents yeah. in itself yeah. another big yeah. challenge. And then the what what we related to uh, was was really two cultures. Yes, uh, two, yeah. two, two two different cultures. Exactly the uh, the yeah, German yeah. speaking, which was much more European mm-hmm. oriented, mm-hmm. and then the Latin culture, yeah. which which yeah. was um, was quite different. And mm-hmm. uh, and and to learn both, but to appreciate both. Yeah. Um, yeah, was um, yeah was was a challenge, but also um, yeah life giving in, in in many ways. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ben, for sharing um, about your family, your upbringing, your um, work, a little bit missionary mm-hmm. work in Paraguay. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. I think it brings so many good memories as well. Right? Oh, for sure. We will. We are going to move into another area. Kind of related, but perhaps 
the the are the area in, in in where you you describe to be rooted the area the area of faith and church and uh, I'm always interested to hear uh, people about their faith stories mm. so the question is why why are you a follower of Jesus that's that's a, that's a very good question um, I would say first of all. My my start, my beginning as a follower of, of Jesus would have been, or was, this is maybe a bit simplistic, but to, uh, to, to give myself um, a sense of peace. Mm-hmm. Growing up in the church, yeah. Yeah. there was this, this ever-present, subtle, not, sometimes not so subtle, yeah. invitation to, be, to become a follower of right. Jesus. Right, and as a teenager, nah, not yet. <laughs> uh, let's let's. This has time, and no, I'm having, and, and I mean that that was that. That's a significant decision to yes. to make, and yeah, to, sure. and uh, but always it was it was there from uh-huh. either through Sunday school or evangelistic services or or right. whatever, and 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 school friends okay. who uh, who from my reading was fairly clear that they had. They had made that decision to right. to be a follower, and sort of that was a subtle encouragement uh-huh, for me. Uh-huh. And and so when that when I finally made that decision, I, um, I I said, okay, now now I can be at, at peace. I, right. That doesn't have to be a nagging question anymore. <laughs> I've made that decision. Uh, right. Um, and and also. I've often uh, talk, talked about, uh, so my role in music, mm-hmm. uh, I always enjoyed singing and enjoyed singing in the choir and, yeah. and especially in a male quartet. Oh. That, that was, that was so much fun. Uh, but we would sing songs, um, most of them sacred. Right. As a person who was not, at least not totally committed, uh-huh. uh, I would sing songs like "I'm redeemed by love divine, <laughs> glory, glory, Christ is mine," and I, and and always thinking, eh, Ben, it's yeah. not quite true, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, so I kind of preached myself into right. <laughs> in 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 a sense. Um, um, so why am I continuing actually in a conversation? Yes. With a person, uh, an, an encounter in, in in Paraguay, she was struggling. She was very interested in becoming a follower. Okay. That's that's an interesting story in itself. But and in that dialogue conversation, um, I I ended up. I mean, she had a lot of questions. Yeah, and 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 uh, totally fine. And at one point, I said. Um, yeah, sometimes I have some doubts myself, uh-huh. or a lot of questions about, right. about God, about Scripture, about whatever. And then she said to me, "So why are you still a follower uh-huh. of Jesus?" And that that made me think. Right. Uh, uh, so why am I? Yeah. And I found myself saying, you know, yeah. In spite of the the, the many questions, there is enough. There is well sufficient ground for. My experience, my personal yeah. experience with God, that that would affirm my faith. Right. Uh, yeah, I have right. questions and sometimes doubts, uh-huh. but there is enough that says no. Based on this and this and so many other things, right? I just need to uh, continue to follow and and also the 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 intriguing question of so what does this 
what does my faith mean? Yes. What, how, how does it become a reality? Uh-huh. More than just a, a heart thing, you know, a sense mm-hmm. of peace or, mm-hmm. or, or, or even uh, a mind thing that, you know, yeah, logically or, or illogically, you know, God <laughs> makes sense to me. Yeah. But what difference can I make? Right. Uh, what, what difference does my faith make to you? Or to my neighbor. Yeah. Uh, what at at what places does it does the rubber hit the road? Yes. And say, uh, yeah. my faith is not just a, a Sunday morning thing; mm-hmm. it's a Monday morning thing. Do you remember uh, at what time of your life um, you get baptized? I I think I was about seventeen. Oh yeah. Uh, I okay. was I was uh, in high school, and that in itself was uh, was a good part of my journey. I, I enjoyed. Well uh, enjoyed. I appreciated sharing that that time with um, uh, friends, yeah. uh, people, yeah. no, not colleagues, I guess, but people my age. Uh, you know the uh, the what we called cate- catechism classes, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, the the faith journey, and and going through some basic and yet some intriguing questions of, yeah. of what is scripture, what is faith, what's my relationship to God, right. Um, and then the discussions that, uh, and so so baptism for me was was uh, was a highlight. And maybe I'll, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll 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 share this. the The highlight for me at my baptism uh-huh. was uh, was the time the so there was the baptism service in the morning, yeah, uh, church service, worship, and, uh, and then after the service, then all of us we. we uh, those who were baptized were invited to stand in front of the the congregation. Okay, and then the uh, the the congregation was invited to come and welcome us and wish us well and oh, blessings beautiful. and all all that kind of thing. And and so you know a lot of people came. And then I saw my father uh-huh. coming down the line. Uh, I'm guessing we were maybe twelve or so uh-huh. that were in 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 our baptism group. My and my and when my father came to me, he had this amazing glow in his face, a uh-huh. radiance, uh, a huge smile. And my father, my father had fairly big, strong hands, okay. and so when he shook my hands, it was like a blessing that right. that will that will stay with me for forever. Like it was. I am so enormously pleased yeah. that you have become part of. Part of this church, in a sense, that well, this is my church. Yes, and being yes. a deacon, he spent a lot of time uh-huh. uh, and, and and prayers and, and concerns yeah. and conversations and all of that. Um, but you have you have arrived. You uh-huh. have you and and it was almost like like you have now become my brother. Yeah, uh, it's a different kind yeah, of you know, relationship. It, it, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still a son, and he's my father. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. but, but, but uh, there was a bit of a shift in yes. in, in who we are now. There is kind uh, of an equalizer. There. And I, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was absolute uh, a highlight for me at, at at baptism. Beautiful. Do you remember people either when you were young, or perhaps over over the years, who have helped you? In your journey with Jesus, well, certainly um, one of my pastors in in particular, uh-huh. um, at, in 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 my growing up years, I I admired, I appreciated his his preaching style. Okay, 
uh, wasn't a very dynamic speaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but he communicated. Yes, uh, and that's important. He communicated in ways that that somehow struck a chord with me. That, yeah. uh, that what was his name? Uh, actually, J. Uh, J. F. Pauls. Okay. Uh, he's he's uh, happens to be a cousin of mine as well. But nice. He's he's been a minister in in here in Manitoba uh-huh. for 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 many years. Beautiful. And um, and certainly a few of the uh, CNBC. Um, Profs, okay, and and then also fellow students at at CNBC, the the right. uh, the conversations yes. at in the dorm afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So the professor said this and this, but but uh, and the, and then somehow processing that yes. Uh, yes. Uh, later on. I mean, I wasn't a theology student, but but still took a number of theology uh-huh. and Bible courses right. and that that kind of thing so and as as i said earlier my, my some of my older siblings were were quite formative um not sure who who else to on the spur of the moment here to to think of that <laughs> that that were uh, some some pastors uh-huh. other pastors in, in other churches that i've been uh, I know Ed Cornelson, uh-huh. and we, we were part of uh, Altona Mennonite Church. Um, was was our pastor, and uh, appreciated the way he involved us in 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 being the church and planning right. services, and right. and, uh, um, and in, in and in other conversations of yeah. Even to the extent of, you know, is is this the girl that I want to marry? Kind yeah. of thing, you yeah. know, th- yeah. th- those kinds of questions that, that that he was very helpful. You know, the path of following Jesus to me, even after many many years, still amazing. Is something that you know uh, helped me to move forward and always look forward for what God has in store for 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 God's people, for the church, and for us as individuals as well. But uh, there are points in our life when following Jesus is not that easy, is not as that happy, right? Uh, we have some doubts, we have some, we face some world times, you know, some times so where we, there is this complete silence, <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, and, and it seems that we, we, we can't hear God in our lives. So, in, in your experience, what would you say are some of the challenges of being a follower of Jesus. Um, some of the challenges I would I would relate one experience, mm-hmm. uh, a time, uh, actually in the years that we were in in Paraguay. Yeah, yeah. I guess we we all go through different phases, right? In our faith, the beginning faith, uh, the beginning phase. You know, just just becoming making that first commitment to, uh-huh. to, to, to Christ, to being a follower. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the learning you do at, that I did, I'll speak for myself, at CNBC. And, yeah. and that sort of expanded, uh, took, took it yet to another level. Right. You know, it's not only a relationship between me and God, but yes. somehow my faith needs to have an impact to how I relate to you and right. to my neighbor. Right. Uh, so, sort of that horizontal. But then, then also after CNBC, uh, I remember learning that uh, yes, faith mm-hmm. ha- has a very distinct horizontal um, aspect to it. Right. But don't forget the vertical. You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and so it it yeah. kind of 
went the emphasis kind of swayed from one to one side to to the other and realizing that i need i need to maintain both right um and so in the phase of of renewing or um letting my relationship with god grow uh-huh. i had a desire that i wanted to I wanted to be closer to God. Right. Uh, it seemed from watching others that they had a very intimate, a very personal, a very deep relationship oh, with God, and I and I and I wanted more of that. And I, right. in my devotions, uh, in my prayer times, uh-huh. I I prayed for that. I want to have that that joy, that uh, yeah. whatever that was. Yeah. And somehow it just felt like it didn't. It didn't want to increase. It didn't uh-huh. want to grow. And yeah. and I remember talking to um, to a fellow uh, to a, to a, another pastor. Okay. Um, he was both related to me, but also um, um, a person I I respected. Right. And um, and I sort of told him, shared this concern, this desire with him that I had, and. And uh, and he said to me, you know, Paul at one point talks uh, also wanted more than he had, and I mean, oh, okay. he was he was, I think, praying to be healed from him from okay. whatever whatever thorn he was yeah. he was dealing with in mm-hmm. his uh, thorn in the flesh, and and then the idea of my grace is sufficient for you. Oh yeah, you know, um, yeah, just sort of the word that I felt that I heard, Ben. Be at peace. Yes. I am here. Um, yeah. If I want to give you more, I will. <laughs> um, that yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, certainly in, in, in later years, you, you, you speak about points where, you become, uh, where you're a little uncomfortable or, or um, not, where it's not easy to, right. to, be, to be a follower. Right. And, and that's in some of the, for me, has been in some of the challenges that the church has been faced with. Right, and and there are numerous uh, different issues. Uh, I mean, at one point it was uh, the role of women in 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 the church, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, women in, in leadership, and and how and and especially how do we work with that? Yeah, uh, and yeah. how do we process that that question or or issues that are out in our society, whether mm-hmm. it's climate change, maybe mm-hmm. right now, or or. Um, Dealing with issues of of equality in our society, right? Um, relating, how do we relate to First Nations, right? Uh, and and then the challenge. I mean, it, it's one thing for me for for me to become aware of those issues and uh-huh. and say, yeah, I I would like to contribute to the well being of the First Nations right. and the way our society interacts and lives with that. Uh-huh. But then. To deal with people in the church who may not necessarily agree with yeah. me. That's another thing. That's right? another thing where I'm feeling we need to move in this direction. Right. But, but there's, it's not only a countercultural thing in society, yeah. but it yeah. becomes a countercultural thing in the church. In, in the church. Yeah. And so. Where, where my brothers, some of my brothers and sisters are saying, Ben, no, that's not that's not uh-huh. that important, uh-huh. or or whatever. So then, uh, and and there, there certainly are, are other issues that are um, not easily addressed in in the church.
Ben, at some point, uh, while you were um, doing a lot of uh, musical work, um, you were uh, helping churches to develop worship, you know, liturgies, leading choirs, and many other things. Uh, but at some point of your life, uh, you felt the call for pastoral work. What happened there? Yeah, what happened there? That, uh, you know, God has mysterious ways of... of <laughs> Of working, so after yeah. my teaching career, um, <laughs> we, I, I when when we came back to uh, Canada, okay. I transitioned to music ministry. Okay, starting uh, f first in in Abbotsford in in a Mennonite Brethren Church for mm -hmm. three years, and then continuing that um, in Winkler. Okay, uh, and we were there for twelve years. Wow, um, and and those were good twelve years, right? Uh, And and most of that was uh, no, all of that was uh, music and worship, but the longer I was there, uh, the more uh, on 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 the, on the church staff, the more yeah. I was there, the more I became involved in simply because I became the long term pastor there. Oh, uh, I and see. so I became more involved in. Uh, visitation right. uh, visiting people yeah. some in their homes but especially in the hospital yeah and and um, it was a larger congregation so uh -huh. there were a good number of funerals and so I was all being in music I was very often involved in, right. in in a funeral and it sort of grew more and more into that yeah to the point where several times I worked with a family in planning the service the, uh -huh. the, the, the funeral service and and walking with them. From uh, you know, from the point of the hospital, the death, yeah. and then yeah. you know, sort of processing that, and, and then then okay, now let's meet as a family. How do we, how do we prepare right. for and 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 other uh, events like that? And so, I became more and more aware of the satisfaction or a sense of fulfillment in that kind of work yeah. in, in in the yeah. people care stuff, is what yeah. I've called it. Um, And I, um, I felt this is not foreign territory. It doesn't feel right. like I'm a fish out of water. Yeah, 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 yeah. just because my mu my life has been music, um, it 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 felt quite natural for for me to uh, and fulfilling to work with a family, and okay. especially in in a sense time of of need and crisis. Right, and, right. And um, on on the, at the same time. In my time in Winkler, I became, I had the full-time ch church job, but uh -huh. the, the, then I started, uh, well, I sang a few years with the Faith and Life Male Choir, and then I led, uh, uh, I, I, I directed the choir for four years, mm -hmm. which was enormously satisfying. Okay. Um, I did a fair bit of arranging of songs, and, and they seemed to be appreciated. Uh -huh. and, um But that was a fairly significant task. Plus that, I started conducting a, a community choir oh, in wow. Morden Winkler, that area. And uh, so all of that on top of the full-time job. And wow. it was music, and it was people who enjoyed singing and who sang yeah. well, and yeah. was, it was exciting and uh -huh. fulfilling and stimulating. Sure. Um, but, uh, but I also realized that this candle only has two ends. <laughs> and if you burn that candle from both ends, yeah. the, the, it it. Uh, so, after twelve years in Winkler, that that music ministry felt like it was running out of steam. Oh, okay. uh, 
Okay. I, I've I've never called it really burnout, but yeah. but it was moving in that direction. Yeah. And there yeah. was a, there was a tiring of planning songs of and course. looking for yeah. songs and and call, making phone calls and and so when the time, twelve years in Winkler seemed to be coming to an end, it was a good ending. It, okay. it, uh, nothing, but it just felt like it was time to move on and then to consider another music position. It mm-hmm. was sort of. Yeah, yeah, I, I can do this. So. Yeah, but yeah. It, but it didn't have the enthusiasm, and yeah, and then at the same time, like I said before, this this church ministry, people ministry thing became more 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 of a lure or or an invitation somehow, yeah. and and I think that was God's way of saying, you know, consider this as well. Right. And right. So, so then, Pat and I. Uh, Finally said, "Yeah, maybe, maybe we should give it a try." It was kind of a <laughs> kind of a risk. It felt, but um, but let's give it a try because I had not done a whole lot of preaching. Yeah. I had done okay. some, yeah, but that was the part of of ministry that was least tested, yeah. Uh, and so then we accepted a call from Carrot River Mennonite Church in Saskatchewan, okay, a very remote community. Mm-hmm. Um, but we moved there, and wow. I was there for five years, and that seemed to be seemed to be a good move. Both, uh, well, geographically, it was far away from sure. three three hours northeast of Saskatoon. Oh wow! Uh, and and the nearest Mennonite church was mm-hmm. an hour and forty five minutes oh. away in in Prince Albert. Um, so that that was a bit of a stretch, but right. but in terms of ministry, that 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 was a was a good move um, for for me for sure. Uh, being that remote for Pat and I was a, certainly was a challenge. But yeah. uh, and then uh, there was another invitation from Waltheim, and so we spent another six years, so eleven years altogether. Good. Um, good. Well, Ben, you were uh, sharing about your transition from your musical or music ministry into pastoral ministry. And then you are here as a transitional interim pastor, which kind of that, that kind of language feels a little bit foreign to, to many of, of us as, as church members. With, with, with that, would you, would you say, what what is that? What is the what does it mean to be a transitional interning interim pastor and in a church in a congregation? Like why in the world am I here? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe maybe to begin with uh, <clears throat> to recognize that that each every congregation has its own what they call life, uh, well, life cycles, but church cycles. Yes. Um, the church has its beginning. Mm-hmm. It has its times of flourishing and, and a strong thriving yeah. sensation. And then, and then for various reasons, sometimes there's a church split, which, is, which yeah. can be very difficult, uh-huh. or, or a church plant, uh-huh. which takes a lot of energy out of Right, out of the existing congregation, yeah. even though it's necessary, but yeah. it, but it sort of sucks a lot of, uh, um, yeah, energy and 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 wisdom and, mm-hmm. and experience out of and 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 gifts out of the congregation, and so that it, the, there's a sense of new beginning, yeah, uh, that that has to uh, take place, and then 
And then there are those times when, again, for a variety of reasons, perhaps, why there's all of a sudden a sense of decline yeah. uh, in in, yeah. a, in a congregation, and so, uh, and that, yeah, and, and it's certainly not uh, unique to Springfield Heights, uh, where where we find ourselves in uh, at the moment. It seems, and I certainly want to get to know a little more of that of that story. Yeah, but from what I've heard. Uh, you know, this church flourished at one time with, you know, number of hundreds of, of, yeah. of, of members. And, yes. and now we're down. And part of that is a question of, of the pandemic, uh-huh. that kind of thing. But it, but it's more than that. And, and so um, the church leadership here at Springfield mm-hmm. Heights has seen it uh, as, an, as a necessary th- thing to pursue. Yeah. To ask the, the the deeper, maybe the harder questions right. of of what what's happening, what uh, and again, it, it may not be unique to Springfield Heights, but absolutely, but yeah. still, uh, still, we need to uh, ask those questions. Whether yeah. why why have people left? Mm-hmm. Um, where at one time, and 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 some of it is is may have little very little to do with church itself and there, yeah. there yeah, may, yeah, may be other, other influences but uh-huh. other factors but um, but maybe not maybe uh-huh. maybe there the, there is something within the congregation that that is below the surface um something isn't as as alive as it was before yeah. um whether it's a style of worship services uh-huh. or whether maybe maybe there's there's some underlying conflict in within the co- congregation mm-hmm. or something that's bugging us yeah yeah <laughs> to put it a little crassly but yeah and so the church leadership has has found it necessary to take a take a good and a deeper look at that right and so that's uh, th- that is my primary role here mm-hmm and and that's mean because like you say that it's not a very familiar concept for 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 many congregations right. and um like you're the pastor here okay so preach the sermons exactly like, like, like do the visitation and all of, um care for the people be uh-huh. the shepherd for the flock so right so to speak but but um but they have asked me to to um Make a lot of contacts with uh-huh. with the members here, uh, those that call this church home, right? To uh, to see what's what's going on, what uh-huh. uh, what what are our stories? Yeah, like where do we come from? How do we relate uh, to this congregation? And what have we found really meaningful? Right. And uh, in 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 the past, like what have been some highlights, right? But then also, what what have been and what are the struggles now, right? Um, um, yeah, and and each of us speaks tells our own story. Uh-huh. This is uh-huh. what I perceive. This yes. is what I've felt. Yes, um, and then this is what I hope too. But sure, and um, yeah. So and, and and so part of that is also as I am. Each of us is a member of this congregation. Uh-huh. What's our background here? Right. But also, what would I like to see in the next year, in the next five uh-huh. years? What do I envision for the next 10 years for right. this congregation? Uh, 
Right. What's my hope? What's my deepest prayer? Uh-huh. And and then the question, how do you think we could get there? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, well, I, I should put it, <laughs> given another perspective, not only is it my hope, my prayer, but what is God's wish for yes. us? Yes. What would God like to see in us today? Uh-huh. And what what's the direction that he would like to lead us? And... Um, I mean that's that's where we start from, and then and then uh, the Holy Spirit needs to guide us, and He needs to yeah. the uh, the Holy Spirit needs to then then bless, and yes. we can do the best we can, uh-huh. and the less the, the rest we leave to the Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you take it from here, you know. Yeah. but but sort of that's that's my my role at this point, and, uh-huh. and so the challenge right now is to encourage um, everyone to. To sign up, simply put your name down for a time slot and, and, and let's talk. Yeah, and get together uh, with you, and, right? Yeah, get together with me. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we've put up a sign-up sheet here and in the in the, in the the foyer. Uh-huh. And, and I hope that uh, people take the initiative and feel free to, Absolutely. to, to, to sign up. That's... Uh, uh, I don't want to be calling everybody. So, <laughs> <laughs> I no! Mean, I mean... <laughs> Too many uh, goals, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's important that you um, mention those kind of things because, well, first of all, uh, perhaps I should say you are not a full-time pastor, and and that's important to to name it, okay. right? Because sometimes uh, we may have some kind of expectations on you that you are not meant to fulfill, and that's yep. and we don't want to place extra pressure on you, right? And on the other hand, I appreciate what you were saying about having these conversations because if I'm listening well, your primary focus would be to to actually have, uh, getting together with people, right? Listening to their stories and what they have to say or what they want to share with you. And then, you know, uh, bring, bring that kind of information at some point to, to our council, church council, and, and have... Yep further conversations and discussions, yeah. right? Um, so it's important to, to say those things. It doesn't mean that you won't preach, right? Yeah. I know yeah. that we, yeah. we, we have the schedule uh, from from September to December and you, you'll, you'll be preaching a few times, you'll be present in front of the congregation, you will be leading some services, um, yeah. but your focus is different, yeah. right? And yeah. the other thing I think is worth it worth to mention here is that you won't be here uh, uh, for a long time. Your job is is yeah. a company or, or work with us until next summer. Yeah. And it's important for our people as well to to really, really understand that. Um, yeah, so I, I'm excited. I'm looking, f- actually, I'm looking forward to, to those conversations yeah. and, and I really invite, encourage our people, uh, give you a call, give uh, a call to Lena, our administrative assistant. If you want to text me, send me a call, uh, an email or call me, that's fine. Um, you can sign up in, the, in a sheet that there is placed in the f- church for you. So there are plenty of ways to get in touch with Pastor Ben, but don't, don't miss this amazing opportunity, not only to get to know Ben, but also to collaborate with this uh, profound uh, 
project or 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 how can it? I, I don't know. I, I don't have even language for it. A process. A process. Uh, this yeah, amazing yeah. process. Thank you, Ben. So uh, don't miss this opportunity. This is the time if you want to make a difference in our congregation. This is your time. Speak your voice. To speak up. Yeah. Yep. Thank you so and, much. And and also to maybe to to emphasize that this is not um, this is not my work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my my job here is to facilitate to help the church be the church. Yes. To help the, the especially the leadership then to church council or or, or others to then take the, the, the information, the, the conversations uh-huh. that I hope to eventually summarize and, and right. to uh, gather together and, uh, and then say to church council or those in leadership, uh, this is what I'm hearing. Um, what do we do with this? Yes. Where do we go from here? Um, yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, very, very often I think as congregations, and I, and I sometimes I have that expectation uh-huh. myself of of my pastor to yeah. well yeah. let him do it. Yeah, um, and and uh, yeah, I need to do my job, but but <laughs> but but and 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 I need to remind myself numerous times, also in the past, that my job is as a pastor. Uh, yeah, in in part it's to shepherd and, and yeah. to lead, yeah. but I want to help the church. Be the church. Exactly. You are the church. Yeah. And yeah. I want to be help facilitate that and, yeah. and to uh, as as best I can with the help of the Spirit. Of, yeah. With God's presence and yeah. so on. So thank you. Absolutely. Well Ben, thank you so much for uh, making room in, in your schedule for us, um, in your life. And, and thank you for uh, being a gift uh, for us. We, we are so pleased to, to have you here. And it's my prayer, my hope, that we as a community welcome you in the mm. best possible way. And we come to you as, as a community and, 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 and make room in our lives yeah. to have these yeah. deep conversations with you and of course in those conversations there is always our Lord present so yeah. it's not just us yeah. it's not yeah. just about yeah. us right absolutely uh, so people please yes. <laughs> shape yeah. up yeah. contact us yeah. Uh, yeah communicate with us and this is your time thank you Ben thank you yeah. so much thank you for this this, uh, this conversation it was very good Friends, this has been another episode of Yours, Mine, and Ours, Stories of Faith and Life. And if you have any comment, any suggestions, any ideas, or you just want to connect with us, please send us an email at joseluis at springfieldheights.ca. Bye. Thank you, God, for calling me into your community. Thank you, God, for calling me. Thank you, God, for calling me.